You're listening to Off The Bench with Benny Jones and Scotty Sadler for First Choice Liquor for all your liquor needs. Oh, and Gary Belch is here as well, just trying yeah, to squeeze well, what's in. what's going on there? Oh, look, I have to get those openers updated because it's generally, it used to be just one or the other, but you guys must love this show I so much. I could just leave. No, you, no please don't. Happening. Please don't. <laughs> please don't. Hey, great to see you both yeah. uh, off the bench for First Choice Liquor. Uh, we've got, well, this is our second last show for 2018, but... The news just does not slow down, gentlemen, in NRL circles in particular. Coming up a little later on in the show, we're going to look at the Christmas wish lists of Newcastle, Parramatta and Penrith in the NRL. Makita Power Player and also a Gurney High Pressure moment. But let's start with the huge news. And it, of course, surrounds the Cronulla Sharks. And, well, the uh, removal he has been marched. Shane Flanagan from the mm. coaching role. Uh, how has this all unfolded? It's been a it's, drawn-out process. It's basically. almost a relief, you know, to get the the player mis- misbehaviour out of the news that's been dominating yeah. us for the last few weeks. So, But it wouldn't be a relief for Shane Flanagan because it's massive. He's lost his job. He's been booted out and um, pretty serious stuff. The NRL not happy at all about the uh, the fact that while he was under suspension in 2014, he, uh, he, was, he, he didn't apply, he didn't adhere to the rules yeah. um, of that suspension. That was to not have any contact with anyone at the club whatsoever. And they found... Lots of evidence. It all came about because Barry Russell, the new CEO, self-reported, said, hey, there's something a bit um, sus here going on with some salary cap stuff. We just want to let you know. They took – it was like mm. – seriously, for the NRL Integrity Unit and their auditors, this was like Christmas. Absolutely. Come earlier, yeah. sometime during this year, and they went, here's all the computers and the hard drives, and they went through them and went, oh, what, what about problem? this? So, yeah, they've come down with a very, very heavy hand, and the, uh, the other thing, side of it, Sats, is – there was $400,000 suspended mm-hmm. of that fine back from the peptides drama. They've copped that plus another $400,000 for a club that Struggles. is struggling financially and hasn't got a major sponsor. This is, this is pretty serious stuff. Absolutely. Um, you know, we read with interest in the publications Thursday where Paul Gallen's saying that you know, we're a resilient club. We've been through scandals. We've been through turmoil. We've been through, you know, where they've nearly shut the doors on a few occasions. Yeah. If they don't win the comp next year, or at least play in the grand final, where you can start accumulating some interest from a commercial point of view, yeah, you know, I I fear the future for the Sharks. Hey, it's a good it's a good roster, great that, roster. It's got stand in coaches at the moment. Uh, mm. Well, and I don't know how long that decision is going to make, but um, Jimmy Dimmick and John Morris, yep. both um, former talented players, they they are sort of going to run the show, and they you know they would have a, been doing a lot of that anyway as assistant coaches. Um, but they're yeah they're in a really tough place. But I, look, there's, there's good days ahead for this club on the field. That's a, absolutely it's a good team. You know, this team. is a an indefinite, so they're not giving a date that he can uh, ask for re-registration. He will appeal it, and that's why the the at the moment the sentence is a it's an interim deregistration. So he's got till the end of January to appeal. Yeah, before that comes into full force. We've got to remember that when he was suspended for twelve months, Shane Flanagan back in 2014, that he got a three-month reprieve ahead of that 12 months. So, you know, the NRL really looked after him in a sense of allowing him to inject himself back into the coaching roles. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I like where Todd Greenberg has has stood for, what he stood for this week. I think we're going to allude to him a little bit later on in in one of our our segments. Um, I take my hat off to Todd Greenberg with the way he's handled a lot of the the situations this week. I mentioned this earlier in the week. You heard it here first. Mm. 2022. Yep. Tiger Sharks. The Tiger Sharks? Oh, yeah, the Tiger uh, Sharks. The, the I two, like it. Well, yeah, of course, the Tiger's in the news as well, Badge. Tough mascot. Mm. 
this a week. A tiger and a shark. Yeah, I don't know. The problem is where did where Are you mean a tiger and a shark or a tiger shark? The West's Cronulla tiger sharks or the West tiger shark. Well, I'm just saying the one Sydney club's tiger with, sharks. One club, they're both, you know, I wouldn't say they're flush with money. One's lost their CEO. One's lost their coach. That oh, I could see it. Are they close enough together? The Sydney. Sydney Tiger they, Sharks. Are they um, geographically? How, it's a 45 bit of a hike. minutes. 45 minutes. 45. Bit, maybe a bit far. Yeah. But the West Tigers do that anyway. I mean, they train at Concord. They go and train at Campbelltown. It's, you know, yeah. it's a fair distance what, what, in between. What's, what's more fearsome, a land-based shark or an ocean-dwelling tiger? An ocean-dwelling tiger. Yeah. I think, yeah. Okay. Uh, a tiger shark would be both. <laughs> <laughs> and one currently exists, so it works out well. Hey, I mentioned the tigers, one half of the tiger sharks. Robbie Farron and some paperwork surrounding an ambassadorial role and obviously a big promise payment that uh, they, they never really told the NRL about, and that's come back to bite them. Yeah, well, this is a couple of years ago when Robbie left the Tigers to go to the Rabbits. Um, yeah, the Tigers had said to the NRL at that time, you know, we need to get him out of the club. He's disgruntled. We're disgruntled with him. He's upsetting the apple cart. Yeah, can you... Can you hold that $700,000 over that we were going to pay him and South were going to well, pick up the other two? Well, they paid him, but normally that would count on your salary cap. NRL said, yep, we'll look after you. We'll do you a favour. We won't include it on we your We won't cap. include it on your salary cap in good, in good nature. But now that they've now found out that it wasn't disclosed that he's going to be offered a, an ambassadorial role post-playing yep. career, that um, we're going to say, well, listen, we held that 700 over on your salary cap. But We're going didn't. to charge you now because you didn't disclose that he was going to have some role, a paying role with the club after it. My argument here, Badge, is that does it become a little bit of a restraint of trade? They're claiming they gained no advantage out of this Marina whatsoever. Marina says we gain no, yeah, no commercial advantage out yeah, of this. So or no, and competitive. Trying to earn money field, outside yeah. of the game when you've retired and you're not a registered player, could it be argued it's a little bit of a restraint of trade? No, oh, no, no. All it's saying is the NRL rules are that when a player leaves the club, everything to do with his contract or it has to be disclosed, mm. and that's the rule. And they didn't disclose. And it. They, they sign off at now, the start of every year. That's right. Now it's hard to understand the how they could get any advantage out of it. But maybe if I explained it this way, I did during the week. Say Sats to you that, and Benny, if if you were being paid, let's say you know, on the the. Brisbane Broncos, Scotty Sattler's the gun signing. We have to move him on. But along, somewhere along the line during his contract, we said, look, we can't give you this much, but we will give you 150, 180 grand a year for four years when you retire. That deal is there. That's on a bit of paper. That's tucked over on the side here. That We will give you that if you sign now. And you go, oh, that sounds fantastic. When, whenever I retire down the track, um, that is would be a way to yeah. get around the salary cap. It's now, a good way to look at it, yeah. I'm not saying that's what happened with Robbie Farah, but that's why the NRL needs to know. That's because why you need to be a footy manager, that's why. Oh, no, no, I think I'd be deregistered <laughs> in a hurry, wouldn't I? <laughs> so it's been predominantly off-field, but there was a little bit of sort of on-field-related uh, topics from the week, the big one being eventually it got through, Corey Norman to the Dragons. It sort so. of ended up flying under the radar, well, did. didn't it, yeah. because of what's yeah. been happening off the field and operationally as well. And I think it's probably the way that Corey Norman yep. would have wanted it as well. Um, a great signing. And now the argument comes down to where does he play? Obviously, he's not going to fight out the number six jersey with Gareth Widdop. And it will come down to him playing maybe a fullback role. Or does Ben Hunt become... Or Gareth Widdop, does he go to fullback? I mean, he was a fullback. And yes. He, and he, I think he'd be a fantastic fullback. So it could be Hunt and Norman in the half. They, they've, they've got an excess there, haven't they? Because Matt Dufty who was uh, touted to being shopped around, 
he might be the player that misses out. The other part of that whole equation, Sats, is um, Gareth Widdop hmm. wants to wants to go home. Apparently, next year, so yeah. that might they there might just be a season where one of those players, unless there's an injury, one of those players in limbo, and it's probably more likely than not being. Matt Dufty. Well, it's a good position to be in. You get Dufty coming off an interchange bench. He can come on. He can liven them up around the ruck, around the dummy half, whatever it may be. Yeah, it's a bit of a risk putting him in the front line because he is quite small in stature, but he's he's gutsy, he's game. And I know that if I was in the opposition and he comes on the field, you've got to be on your toes straight Mm. away. So they can really use him as an asset. I just don't know about Corey Norman, Ben Hunt in the halves. I'm... Maybe you're more convinced and you can see it being a great combination. I just don't know because I don't know who the dominant playmaker will be there. Mm. I don't think Benny Hunt really wants to be the dominant playmaker. And I'm not sure Corey Norman is. Hence why Gareth Woodup's got to be at six and Norman needs to be just that, that floating number one that injects yeah, himself whenever he can. Yeah. All right. Coming up a little later on in the program, we'll take a look at uh, Corey Norman's former club, the Parramatta Eels, as part of our Christmas wish list segments. But just before we sign off on News of the Week, gee, Toddy Greenberg, uh, Christmas holidays. Yeah, I uh, think again, Todd. He's had a big, big week. Uh, and this that probably goes back to last weekend. I think he spoke to all the clubs. And essentially the, the message is after a season, an off-season of scandal, um, you know, sexual scandals, uh, turmoil, Mad Monday with the Bulldogs. Enough is enough. Time to clean up the act and clean up the image of the game. Yeah, you result. know, and I was probably a little bit critical of, of him asking the clubs to clean up their act. The, the clubs, first and foremost, their, their priority is to win games, prepare their team to win games. And then, yes, there are some characteristics around the club that you want to be able to you know, represent your brand with great humility um, and professionalism, whatever it may be. But invariably, it's the NRL, the ones that have got to got to keep the the image from being tarnished. And I think this week he has done that. I think after the last week and him saying that comment, he has come down this week as the leader of the governing body saying, hey, you know what? Yeah, we do need to take this out of the hands of the clubs and we need to be able to hit these clubs where it really hurts. And sometimes fines don't hurt some clubs, but points do. We're going to take points off you if you're going to continue to ignore... Um, what is in the best interest of yep. this game? And as a player badge, we know that if you'll find a thousand, two thousand, yes, it hurts, but you make up for it. And but if they ask you to sit out four, six, eight games, that hurts even more. Yeah, or, or take competition points yeah, away, or you something. Can't win them back. You know, players uh, look. They're going to play up at times. It's ridiculous how how many have happened in such a short period of time in the NRL. It's embarrassing as a former player. It, let's not be naive enough to think it's not going to happen again. No, no. But the harsher the penalties, perhaps that's a, a way of being more of a deterrent. But then again, you know, players that don't that that drink, young men yeah. that get out on the drink, um, you do think you're invisible at times. They do stupid things. It, it, it's not going to stop. And that's the perfect way to assess it, Badge, because unfortunately we don't live in that ideal world where player A goes for drink X and goes, ooh. Well, if I get a bit carried away here, I might cost my club a few competition well, they, points. You know what, Benny? They do, but not all of them. Not all of them. No, no, you're not right. All of them. Just the occasional said. one. And it only takes one, yeah. unfortunately, and as we've seen You can only police a playing group from an operational perspective. I think it starts from within. You I can, think the, the leadership groups. Well, yeah. the policing is the seniority of your players. Yeah. Yeah. Players don't care whether they upset your operational staff. They no, really no, don't care. No. You're just seen as a as a narc that's trying to come down heavy on them and tell them when I was playing, yeah. we didn't do this, whatever it may be. But their captain, the veterans, the ones that have bled it's for the It's why we never seen anything yep. bleeding out of Melbourne. Mm. 
But the only thing you can do operationally, internally, is stand players down from representing their club jersey. That's what hurts the playing group. From a governing body, you stand clubs down and take yep. points off them because you can't get them back. Another fascinating week in the NRL, no doubt about it. More off the bench to come after this for First Choice Liquor for all your liquor needs. Up next, as discussed, we're going to talk about the Christmas wish lists of Newcastle, Parramatta, and Penrith, and very soon the boys will nominate a Makita Power player. In fact, we might nominate a couple here on Off the Bench. You're listening to Off the Bench with Benny Jones and Scotty Sadler for First Choice Liquor for all your liquor needs. And Badgers here as well, Gary Belcher, Scotty Sattler, Benny Jones. This is Off the Bench. And will the boys take a little bit of a breather? We're going to recap some discussions through the week, something we've been doing well, since the start of December, really, and trying to squeeze this all in before the big man's arrival on December 25. That's right, kids. Not many sleeps to go now until Big Santa rolls his way down the chimney and hopefully delivers you all the presents you're after and looking ahead to what should be a cracking 2019. We've given this one a little bit of a rugby league angle. We've looked at each of the 16 clubs and their coaches, and boy, has there been some movement around that department over the last couple of months, and looked ahead into the crystal ball under the Christmas tree for 2019. What are a couple of wishes the coaches and the clubs would be after? Who's not going to be on their Christmas card list? And as the fans of clubs, all 16 of them sit around their Christmas lunch or seconds or dinner, whatever the case may be, how are they feeling about the upcoming season? Forgetting what's happened in the past, it's all about the future, our Christmas wish list. Tonight, uh, we're going to have a look at a couple for you, uh, Parramatta and Penrith shortly, but we'll start with a side that is on the rise and a lot of buzz around the Newcastle Knights. Let's dig into Santa's sack. <laughs> As the NRL coaches write out their Sports Day Christmas wishes for 2019. It always worries me with these things when Sats is laughing before we've even started the segment. He's looked at the rundown and that worries me. Uh, maybe I should have proofread beforehand. Newcastle Knights uh, is who we are discussing. They showed some great promise early on in the season, Sats. Yep. Some injuries, uh, some uh, ill-timed injuries, particularly that to Mitchell Pearce and later on in the season. Kato Monger to Kalen Ponga yeah. uh, sort of railroaded that, but they were still very competitive throughout. So we look to 2019 and we have a little sneak peek under their Christmas tree. What are a couple of wishes for Nathan Brown and Co? Well, Nathan Brown, he wakes up and he rubs his eyes and he gets out of bed and he walks into his lounge room. All excited. Yeah, he sees this beautiful big, not a not a fake No, not, Christmas the, pla- tree. not the plastic one of the rubbish one. Down yeah, no pine, smell, smell of pine. pine through the house. <laughs> yeah. and he looks under the Christmas tree and he sees this something about... Five foot nine, five foot ten, quite mm. solid. And yeah, he opens it up and it's a hooker. Hey, well, what? It's a hang on. not not a <laughs> prostitute. Oh, yeah. it's oh, a the, hooker. Yeah, yeah right. It's Got a uh, it's a top line hooker that's going to come to his club unannounced. Didn't know he was coming. But yeah, it's the one probably missing link. I think the Newcastle Knights need is a. A uh, top quality hooker. Um, they've got Slade Griffin's Slade obviously Griffin. gone down with his knee. Danny Levi. He's a good little player, Danny Levi. And I think he's a really good player if he came off a bench just to, to liven everyone up. Jack and, Wolford's made the move over. Yes, and they're they're also um they're also looking at maybe using Jamie Buell yes, as a hooker. He could as well. play there too. But they just need a quality number nine. All right, second wish. Quick quick second wish that he can he's got. Carlin Ponger and um Connor Watson mm. keep paying their rent. <laughs> Because they don't want anyone, they don't want anyone's apple cart to be upset. Yeah. You reckon yeah. they could afford it? Well, they live, they together. live together. They live together. They look like swapping positions. Kalen's Watson on, the fullback. He's on eight hundred yeah. grand a yeah. year. Connor would be on three hundred. Yeah. They 
I think they'll if, be right. I'd, I'm more surprised Just that they're rent, renting on their sort of money. They yeah, wouldn't don't have bought, get behind, bought some boys, because sort of they don't want you to get <laughs> yeah. off focus. Badge, couple of well, couple of wishes. Well, Caelan Ponga is one of their. In fact, I think he's their key player. He's an absolutely outstanding young man, as well yeah. as a great footballer. And I I reckon one of their wishes, and maybe it's been uh, it's been decreed upon him over the pre-season, off-season, do not surf, skateboard, <laughs> bungee jump, or ride horses. <laughs> ride horses. Anything that yeah. could put your yeah. uh, season at risk. You know what they need for He's him? good you know, at everything he does. He may as well. You know those big... You can the, play golf. The, the bubble sports where they just the people bounce off each... They need him one... Anytime he's away from a footy field, he's in <laughs> yes. that bubble. So nothing can, can get yeah. to him. Anything else? Perhaps? And the other request is, and this is uh, because I know my uh, <laughs> our, uh, one of our partners in this studio has uh, had some wonderful times in Newcastle. He always... Whenever you mention Newcastle, he raves about the night scene uh, so I'm, yeah. I reckon Fanny's. one of their wishes will be Fanny's nightclub. all nightclubs yep. including Fanny's <laughs> refuse entry to Knights players alright yeah, no enough. nights at nightclubs who uh, who aren't they giving a Christmas card to badge Wayne the Knights Wayne Bennett still not still yeah, still not happy still recovering Bygones yeah. be bygones. I think no. I'll bring it. I'll, I'll, I'll explain a bit. Yeah, more I think later you might show too, when we talk yeah. about great sledges. <laughs> you can work that out. Sats. Uh, oh, yeah. from one Nathan to another, Nathan Tinkler. I think there's still some <laughs> angst over Nathan yeah. Tinkler. His involvement some, some in the club at times. Bills. Yeah. Oh, that was that was just an ugly time, wasn't it? All right. Yeah. Uh, how are the fans feeling, gentlemen? Oh, Sats? I think fantastic. They're they're yeah. so excited about possibly playing finals again. Mm. Um, they are, are they a premiership threat? Well, if you're in the finals, everyone's a threat. And I think I think we'll see them play finals. Well, look at the side last year, which was a pretty good team. Yep. But they've added to that David Clemmer, Tim Glasby, mm. James Gavitt. Uh, they got Kurt Mann just yep. recently. Uh, Jesse Ramian, Big Edric Lee. Yes, yeah. they've got some great outside mm. bat. They got. I, I think they're super, super strong. Just got to work out who's going to be the five eight. Will it be Ponga or Con- Connor Watson, whoever else in it, there, and maybe that hooker role you're talking about Sats? But the they've more got I'm lots of depth. About badge, I think Ponga probably has to be the six. You know, you got the creator and the so not the creator, more of the craftiness and the and the the leadership of Mitchell Pierce, getting to the stage of his career where he really steers a team around the yeah. field, uses his kicking game, and then that enigmatic number six that they can just. Score tries from anywhere. Nice work, yeah. gentlemen. Uh, big, big excitement around Newcastle, and you can see why with some of those names uh, just mentioned. North Queensland next, but that's a look at the Knights' Christmas wish list for season 2019. Let's dig into Santa's sack. Ho, 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 ho. As the NRL coaches write out their Sports Day Christmas wishes for 2019. Yeah, they're going to be doing that left, right and centre with only a few days to go until Christmas. We are at the letter P. Uh, we're going to look at two clubs tonight, uh, Penrith to come. But first, it's the Parramatta Eels. And a season, well, the less said, the best said about their 2018. Horrible. Six wins, minus 176 on the points differential and nothing underneath them. They were 16th, they bottom of the you, table, wooden spooners. They let you down big time. Scotty oh, Sadler. I thought they were my premiers. Yeah, you know, they, have, they have embarrassed you. <laughs> they did you come first at the other end of the table. Credibility. Yeah, I know. Very, very, It's embarrassing. Uh, their forward pack was, was lazy. They're, um, Just going to say, Sats, you need to catch up with. If you get a chance over Christmas New Year, catch up with Robert Walls because he did the reverse moz. He actually tipped West Coast in the AFL to win the wooden spoon, and they won the premiership. Oh. 
So you two have got a little bit in common in that you've just got no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what's on their Christmas from me. What's on their Christmas yep. card list? It starts with the Fords because there was a bit yep. to be decided. Junior Paulo's back. I keep forgetting he's uh, going going there. Yeah, he's back, and um, they're hoping that he doesn't want to be a pretend gangster anymore. <laughs> hanging out with the, the uh, Wu Tang Clan or whatever. the wrong clan. What you say? The Wu Tang. Oh, they're a band, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, he was, he was hanging out at the casino a couple of seasons ago and they got yeah. in a bit of trouble, didn't yep. they? So hopefully he's not going to connect with uh, yep. the bad influences anymore, Junior. And on a, that note... He's a good man, great player. Your second wish is uh, a similar theme, isn't hopefully, it? Hopefully, yeah, it is a bit that Blake Ferguson, the one of their new recruits, has grown up. Yeah. I think he has. Mm. I'm hearing some good stuff. But, you know, time will tell because some of these players are mm. only... Um, one big night out on the drink away from <laughs> yeah. a disaster. Played from, through some adversity in that grand final last yeah. year, Blake Ferguson, mm. so maybe he has. Satsy, how are you looking at the Eels? Well, oh, there's nothing like home, is there? And they don't no. have one at the moment. No, and of course, a new when, stadium being built. Ready? Well, it's round, not for another... Round six or seven. seven yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. early. So they need to get off to a good start. Yeah, And if they right. don't, you know, it's going to take oh, a well, while to a lot of hunt, new away, I haven't even yeah. looked at their draw, but a lot of away games waiting yeah. to then use their stadium. Yes. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. The first five to six rounds. So. Well, they haven't really had a, a home game. Well, they didn't have many this year. No, no, no Parramatta Stadium Yeah, it's all games. ANZ Stadium. So uh, the other one is Michael Jennings. Well, he needs to find a time machine, get back to 2014. New South Wales won the Origin Series that year. He was just on fire. He yeah. was the most electric centre in the competition he has to find that from somewhere. Is he near the end of his yeah. deal? He's, some players do find a bit of extra zip at the yeah, end of their last contract, year, don't they? Last year, so yeah. they, I reckon you could uh, you could almost bet on. I reckon it. if he lost about, I reckon if he lost four or five kilos and get that speed back, um, I think we see. I think we see the version back uh, three or four seasons ago. Who's not copying a Christmas card from the Peter years? Sterling? Oh. The greatest eel of all yeah. time. Why not? Oh, he's just always so critical of his old club. And <laughs> is he the greatest? He's got to be their greatest. He's right up Him there. Him and Brett Kenny have got to be their greatest. Ray Price and yeah. Steve Eller yeah. and Mick Crone and yeah. Eric Grote. What an amazing team. But that was a long time ago. They, yeah. gave him, they gave him a lot to be critical of in 2018, yeah. to be fair. I mean, Sterling. he loves the club. It comes from yeah, a, a, a really good, good place, place yeah. in his heart, Pete Sterling. But yeah. the Parramatta Eels just think, oh, every time Sterling <laughs> opens his mouth and he's going to say something about us, he's just too smart. Yeah, he's honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, badge for well, you, Well, talking Cole. about that, that era of the 80s... Uh, Steve Sharp and the previously sacked board that uh, they were in all sorts of trouble when that happened a few years ago. All that it was only a year or two ago, wasn't it? All that yeah. salary cap drama cost them a Scott fortune. Was complete re- the rebuild. Yeah. yeah, no, they're not getting any Christmas cards no. from the Eels. How are their fans feeling, Badge oh. Man? Very unsettled, very <laughs> uneasy. It's like a they, train wreck this season. Oh, that, it was. Potentially. You know, but you start with a new slate, but um, yeah. I reckon there's going to be a lot of scribble on that slate very early in the season. Yeah, there's a lot, a lot I of... I just pr- can't see them. A lot of pressure on a lot of players, and also we're going to talk about a little bit later on the hot topic. Some pressure on the coach as well. Yeah. Mm. And how you respond to that is really important. What does it mean losing Corey Norman? Mm. Could good be a good bad. thing. It could be a good thing. Both he and like, Moses just, they just didn't, didn't click. Gel. No, they didn't at all. They both fought for ascendancy and it just didn't work. As much pressure on Brad Arthur as there is on Scott Sattler in his pre-season predictions this yeah. year. I, I feel <laughs> hey, as though the Yields aren't going to feature prominently hey, um, unless we're talking... We keep maybe talking about Sats tipping the wooden spoon. Is it? <laughs> I tipped the Cowboys. Yeah. Fourteen. Yeah, 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 no, that's all right. Roosters over here, but I didn't need to bring that up again. Let's dig into Santa's sack. As the NRL coaches write out their Sports Day Christmas wishes for 2019. Ah, we're in Sats' wheelhouse now. This is a look at the Penrith Panthers Christmas wish list for 2019. Uh, Another solid year. It it promised maybe a little bit more at times, but a fifth-place finish 
after the home and away season for Penrith. Of course, winning their first final, bowing out week two. But 15 wins from their 24 games, boys. Uh, 2019, what are they wishing for under the Christmas tree? That every player stays west of the toll booth at Parramatta. West of yeah. the toll booth. You don't want to go anywhere past the toll Except booth. Except on game day. Towards <laughs> the city, yeah. No, um, <laughs> mine is, uh, their first wish is that Nathan Cleary moves out of home. I just, well, do you want him to turn into a party animal? No, I, I just think living with mum and dad, and he may have moved out of home. We just haven't read about it on the back pages yet. You think but, he might, might make him a bit soft? Just a little bit I wonder pampered. if he can afford the rent bit, on a million dollars a oh, year. Oh, I think he'd be but, right. Uh, move out of home because living with mum and dad, mm. uh, listening to dad all day, it just could get monotonous. Yeah. Yeah. I know Martin Lang and John Lang, they went through the whole careers coaching and under the tutelage of his father, and they've got a fantastic relationship, but they didn't live with each other for the entire time. Marty didn't have a, a little granny yeah. float out the back nah. for, for, for his dad. And no, let's no, not discount no. the fact that Mrs. Cleary's cooking might be absolutely world class, yeah. so why wouldn't you stay? True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other one is maturity. <laughs> yep. They just, and it's always been probably one of my criticisms of Penrith. They've always been expected to be in and around that top two at the end of the season, but in big games, they just got a group of players. Their mindset is still being superstars in the under-20s competition just can't hold their nerve in in important games, in big games and they've got to find that really soon That's part of the, the James Maloney factor, bringing him on board yeah. it didn't quite work for him last year, last year saw some so. good stuff last year mm. from this club uh, mine, I'm, I'm, uh, I reckon one of the wishes is that Regan, he, he busted his jaw again yeah, but not actually. so bad. Yeah. Um, but they're hoping that Regan Campbell-Gillard's jaw is okay for the start of the season. Um, and indications are it will be, mm. but not, not not a serious crack right yeah. through no. the jaw. But that would be a, a big concern. He's a key player. Now, yep. you boys know the footy club environment very, very well. He'd be getting a little bit of stick. I mean, his teammates will be hopeful that he's okay in the long term, but you know, the glass jaw. And oh, absolutely. He'd be copping well, a left yeah, right instead of wouldn't you'd be, Well, I don't know. Who, who would give it to him? He's a big kid. Oh, he's James not... Fisher-Harris, he's the serial, <laughs> oh, he's yeah. a serial killer. There's always someone bigger. Who's the other one? Uh, Hetherington. Jack, Jack Hetherington. Hetherington. He yeah, just doesn't he can care go. about anyone. Yeah, 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 he doesn't care. Uh, and there are other wishes that Gus doesn't sack anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Just just let the whole season go and then... You just walk on a tightrope every second you're at that club Ooh. at the moment. Yeah. What a beautiful yes. segue to yes. your um, no Ivan Cleary feeling. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. He, yeah. He's only moving. He's not moving everything into the office no, just in case. Just, it's a bit. It's just too much work. Yeah. Who's not getting a card? I think we all Anthony know Griffin. Them. Yeah. Well, they, look, they they parted on unhappy terms, and mm. you know, it's putting I it think, gently. I think they they'd like to extend the olive branch, but I think if yep. they send him a Christmas card, it could come back in burning. <laughs> On fire. Containing some form of Steaming. powdery anthrax. Everyone in rugby league, because what Gus Gould has done really well, and you just mentioned this earlier on, Badge, he's really created an us versus them mentality. Like it's Really? Yeah, well, I, I just, I think for, for, as an organisation, probably not as a playing group, but as an organisation, is that he's trying to get them to be seen as the new flagship club of the competition and it's we'll do everything we can to send the message that no one is going to try That's, and cross us you reckon they're the new silver tars because they're pretty they're yeah. the new they're the new roosters got plenty they're going to become the new roosters is it penrith so, against ooh. the comp or is it gus against everyone else it feels well like it's guilty by association yeah. the modern day way of handing out money in paper bags what do what do they do bitcoin oh bitcoin they're just bitcoin. giving out bitcoin, <laughs> bitcoin what right? happened to bitcoin it's still going is not it? not i don't well, know how anyway. it works but it's still going keep rolling sats how are penrith fans consistently feeling? optimistic knowing yeah. what that um that region is like. It doesn't matter whether you come in, coming in after a season of disappointment. There's always, by the time you kick off, 
there's always an air of excitement about this club. It's such a small community, but a mm. but a, a really uh, heavily rugby league driven. Community. I reckon they should roll out that political ad from the seventies. I think it was Labor Party. Was it's it time. It's time. Mm. Whatever. That's how they're feeling. Yeah. The, time, the time is right. They felt like that for a couple of years. Yeah. But I think the more, the more they go, uh, if they can get through that first part of the season without too many crazy injuries, this this side yep. is a, for mine, it's a premiership winning team just waiting for a few things to fall into place. Yep. All right. 2019, uh, rosy outlook for the Penrith Panthers. Top four. Okay. Well, we'll get your predictions a little later on down the track. Oh, sure. Sorry, okay. <laughs> we'll get sorry. to a break. That's seven teams in a row he's gone <laughs> top four. So there you go. Three clubs with uh, well varied expectations, you would think, coming into season 2019. The Knights, well, anything possible, really. Some of the personnel they've brought to the club in recent seasons. Penrith, well, always around the mark. And, of course, the Cleary's combining now. That's going to be fascinating to see how that plays out. And poor old Parramatta, well... It couldn't get much worse, I suppose, in their last couple of seasons. But is there brighter times ahead in 2019? Jury is certainly out on that one. The boys will be back in the studio, Badge and Sats, shortly. Something we've had a lot of fun with over the past couple of nights. Uh, And since the announcement was made, in fact, that uh, the Big Bash, we're going to revolutionise the toss of the coin. Well, no longer a coin involved. This has got Badge and Sats scratching their heads. Not so much about the new bat flip, but the terminology around it. Is it a hill? Is it a roof? Is it a rooftop? As Ryan Harris told me on Wednesday night, he used to call it a hump. Uh, Flats, rooftops. Anyway, let's get a man who knows a little bit more about cricket than all of us combined. Adam Gilchrist on Fox Sports on Wednesday night at the BBL opener, explaining this new concept when it comes to choosing whether you bat or whether you bowl. We've got a a new and exciting innovation this year. No coin toss anymore. It's the bat flip. What do you think of it? Yeah, this has just taken place a few minutes ago. Big Matt the Bat Hayden. Who better this to take the bat out there and flip it? But this is uh, the uh, substitutes in for the coin toss. And there you go. The toss was taken. And the call of roofs. Okay, so some people say hills or it's flats. I'll swing that around there. And, uh, and the Adelaide Strikers, uh, the captain, Colin Ingram, he called for roofs and they won the toss and they're going to be bowling. So that's a new innovation there. Look, it's actually got no roof on it. It's a dead... So explain, explain the roofs and the flats to me. Yeah, Where is the rough, terminology coming from? Rough or smooth, I guess, whatever. But it's, I tell you what, it's the way you worked out how you, uh, who batted and who bowled in the backyard. There's discussion, debate around the terminology, but you just flip it up and however it lands, that's the way you go. So again, the Big Bash, Creed Australia trying to make it uh, engaging for the fans and realistic for the fans to, to know what's going on. So oh, I like it. I don't mind it at all. You're listening to Off The Bench with Benny Jones and Scotty Sadler for First Choice Liquor for all your liquor needs. The Makita Power Player for Makita's massive redemption sale. Makita, when power means business. Well, he's dominated off the top of the show, this gentleman. We're going to uh, reveal our Makita Power Player shortly. I just want to throw one in off the top here, guys, yep. for uh, Makita and their massive redemption sale. Grab yourself free Makita gear. Visit makita.com.au for details. The Big Bash is back, but the women's Big Bash has been going for a couple of weeks now. They started this I know season. where you're going here. Yeah, on Wednesday Ooh, night. You'll be upset about this, Sats. I was at the Gabba. <laughs> Very upset. Shouldn't be, because it was a, an amazing <laughs> performance, individual performance by Brisbane Heat star batswoman, opener, Grace Harris, the yes. fastest ever T20 century she scored on Wednesday night. Uh, 101 unbeaten off 42 deliveries. Uh, she hit uh, a big six over long on to win the match. They won comfortably the uh, the heat over the stars. But 13 boundaries and six of them went over the boundary. Yeah. It was it was incredible hitting. See, Badge said when 
the women's BBL was going to be introduced, that they should have brought the ropes in further because they can't hit them over the fence. Well, they do. And it was a sexist comment. But they do bring them in further. And Megan Harris... <laughs> they do bring them in, sir. That's what I'm saying. But Megan Harris related. doesn't need them. She Grace, hits them Grace. over the fence. Oh, Grace, Grace, Grace Harris well, doesn't need so it. She hits you, it over the fence. You don't she even does. know her name. Yeah. Now, are you prepared to say on the air what you said before about girls bowling? Women's bowling? <laughs> what did I say? You know what you said. Well, come on, tell me then. But that that most of the time that... They're hitting it on the second bounce. Oh. That's crazy. Johnny Howard, Have you watched any Johnny of it, Howard? They're amazing players. Gee, Todd Greenberg's oh, been under the, the pump this week, and Scott Sattler's going to be <laughs> under the pump as well with uh, women's sports lovers right across the country this week. But Todd Greenberg, well, best. Badge, we're going to give him the nod because you know, Makita Power player, he's not a player, he's an official. He's a very high-ranking official, but... He's had to be pretty powerful this week. I don't think he's going to have a very restful Christmas because something just keeps happening yeah. in, our, in our game. But, yeah, he had to make some very big decisions. And he's, like, before that, it was, he's been dealing with the, uh, the um, sexual misconduct, misconduct yeah. allegations yeah. against players and all that sort of drama. And now he's had to, uh, along with the, the, the board, they've had to make decisions around the sanctions for Shane Flanagan uh, and for the Tigers. Um, but I thought, like, he's... he's He's strong enough to stand by their decisions. And he said Shane Flanagan's actions were disrespectful. Um, and he reminded everyone once again, we've heard this before, and I, I, I love this, that working in the NRL, being involved in the National Rugby League, in rugby league, in any of these top sports, it's a privilege. It's not a right. Don't take it for granted. Do the right yeah, thing. Yeah, good work. Strong image. All right, there you go. Makita Power Player. Well done to both Grace Harris from the Brisbane Heat. And also Todd Megan Greenberg. Megan Harris' sister. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. the one you were thinking of. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we return, uh, we're going to delve into a gurney high-pressure moment and also find out what the boys are looking forward to in sport. Another big one of it is awaiting us this weekend. A gurney high-pressure moment for gurney high-pressure cleaners. Available at Bunnings Warehouse. Yeah, Gurney High Pressure Clean is available, as you've just heard, at Bunnings Warehouse, my favourite store of all of them. Gurney gets the job done. Are you, are you going to nominate Sats here? Talk um, about Todd Greenberg and, and how well, he, he can't rest at the moment. I thought, Do you reckon he sleeps with one of those Bluetooth earpieces on? So as soon as it rings at 2 o'clock in the morning, he just pushes the button and starts talking. It'd be a horrible oh. feeling, wouldn't it? Oh. Again, what am I, I apologising for? Yeah. Sorry, I can't believe we yeah, did that. Which club is this? <laughs> uh, who are we going to nominate? Uh, I know you'd love to nominate Sats after his recent comments on women's cricket uh, badge, but oh, we're going to terrible. look at, to the UK. And well, this was this is huge news, global news through the um, through the week with um, a very high profile football club saying Sayonara to one of them. Jose, the Jose, the unchosen one, the Portuguese, yeah, the special, high pressure the moment, special, for their, special yeah. high pressure moment for their owners and their board and everything, isn't it? It's a big decision. He, he came in, uh, was it eighteen months ago? And yeah, apparently, third, third season, yeah. He just from the, it was very negative towards the whole place right from the get go, and just had everyone offside. And, and uh, these are players with big pay packets and big egos, and it just didn't. Uh, he never gelled with them. So they were they were doing handstands when he got sacked. He has this little quirk about him, Jose Mourinho. It's called the third season curse. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. So he's obviously a very successful manager. I, I, look, I struggle to warm to the guy. He's a very, very cold yeah. type of a character. But every club he goes to in his third season, he gets the lemonade and sass. So into Milan, uh, where he coached them. To Champions League, in fact, they won a yes. Champions League. Sacked third year. Chelsea, two Premier League titles in a row. Third year, going no good, sacked. Real Madrid, I think he might have even taken them to a La Liga title. 
third year, sacked mm. Manchester United. I think he won the Europa in his first. So you think that some of the clubs may have got the message after the second or third go that you just signed him to two-year deals? It just sh- well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I think it just sh- what the talk about the cutthroat nature in the NRL when you're a coach. But what about in in world football, or particularly in European football? That mm. he he was winning trophies with these guys, but. He just rubs people up the wrong well, way. Well, there's, so, yeah. there's a former rugby league coach who had a you know, really similar way with clubs. He, he, he spent a bit more time at some clubs, but after a couple of seasons, third yeah. season, the players are just over him, yeah. over the top. The message yeah. gets old. and the Well, and not just that, you know, just the ego got in the way yeah. and uh, it was all about him. Um, sounds like it's similar stuff with Marino. Yeah, yeah so they've gone to a uh, former player, super sub, Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, who, of course, scored that famous goal in the 1999 Champions League final when they came back from a goal down to score twice in the last five minutes to win the treble, Manchester United. It's a famed moment in their history. He'll take the reins as interim manager for the uh, remainder of this season. Um, What do you say? How do you say his name? Oli Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. Solskjaer. A Norwegian. um, Very, very good player back in his day. They tried to get uh, Jurgen Klopp and a few of the other managers. Or Mauricio Pochettino from Tottenham. Well, they they tried to get them to buy into the Mourinho sacking. Yeah. And to their credit, they say, you know, we're not going to comment. Like, no, because they know they could be around the corner. Exactly, you, yeah. You're not going to be potting anyone knowing you could well and truly be next. So Sat's motto with his playing career, the third-year blues, but he, he <laughs> oh. got moved on from clubs every second year. Like, Gertie yeah. High Pressure Cleaners available at Bunnings Warehouse. Boys, just before we sign off, uh, what are we looking forward to this weekend? Oh, I'm it's- looking forward to Christmas shopping. Oh, no, oh you're not. really? No, you're Honestly. Not. I, Do you no, like I'm, it? I'm not saying that facetiously. I generally love it. Which bit of it? I love going to the shopping centres. Yeah. I, I, I just love it. Do you, people watching? But do you walk around I am a people aimlessly watcher. or do you have... Do you, I have no, to have a list. list. No, I've got a list and I go straight I need to, to the point. And even a plan. Hmm. That's I'm something gonna, we I'm all have go to. I'm going to go to Kmart and those couple of shops up there and I've got to do all that while I'm up there because I'm going to do zigzag. And I go to the 30-minute shop uh, parking and I go up, back up about 25 minutes later and I back out and I back straight back in. Ah, uh, that doesn't work. It does. No. Does it? Yep. I'm going to make a grandiose assumption here that we're, we're, that's great that we're all similar. I'm a list man. I got. I know what I want. I'm going to go in. I'm going to get it. Bing, bang, boom, done. Out we go. Back to the car. Back home. Back on the yep. couch. Back in front of the TV. My wife, horrible. Horrible in that. that she Walks just wanders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah my it, she does same. it in supermarkets. She reads labels in supermarkets. And, and I don't even think it's for the nutritional but, value of the product she's <laughs> looking at. She just likes to look and read and, oh, this is new. Haven't seen this one before. Is this the same, Do we need it? No. Is this the same woman the other day? That said, do you think the do you think the ice cubes yeah. in the freezer prepared, have, haven't gone off? Prepare her a drink. I, 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 actually, it's a nice way to sign off on. I prepared her a drink badge, and I thought I want to make this the optimum temperature. Do the right thing as a good husband. So I added a few ice cubes, and she asked me, "Oh, that ice has been in the freezer a little while. Do you think it's still good?" I said, "What's what's the key ingredient to ice? Uh, water. Does water go off? Oh, probably not." So it so it's okay to use. You're going to this be right. Is the same that. person doesn't use her indicators because she doesn't want to know no. want people to know what she's no. doing. She says other drivers have no right to know where I'm going. It's none of their business. <laughs> of their... <laughs> where That's, I'm going. She's a Badge, woman. what are you looking forward to? Well, Christmas shopping for Sats. Uh, Eagle Farm. Eagle Farm uh, yeah. getting back underway with a new service and looking magnificent. Hopefully, it gets through a, the uh, yeah. The whole event. You can have a little flutter. Yeah, of course. Have a little sneaky look down there. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Big Bash on Saturday night at Metricon. Fingers crossed the weather gods are kind because there is some um, there is some thunderstorm activity there is. Uh, pending for that part of the world. But uh, they'll take on the Hobart Hurricanes, who were last year's beaten finalists. And they, I mean, it's a longer season, but the Heat they got to get a win. They got to get some confidence under their belt. Otherwise, it might uh, end up being a repeat of last year where they finished seventh. So big weekend in sport. Big weekend of Christmas shopping for you, Sats. Are you buying anything for? Are we buying Christmas gifts for each other? No. We haven't discussed. I've already got yours. 
Uh, really? No, it's I, a, just, I was hoping you might buy me something. <laughs> Turn up. It's a video easy Canberra Raiders jersey. There are no bets outstanding from the year that we haven't paid up on yet. We're all we're all clear on that front. Yeah, I think you owe me a bottle of red, uh, Gary Belcher. I don't oh, know what it was from, but I want to bet off you. No, you guys owe me some money for... <laughs> what did I put you in for? Oh, you owe me. Yeah, you do. Yeah. I put you into the tipping comp. Oh, uh, yeah. For the nothing. World Cup, the draw. Got Didn't pay up. Have I not paid the money? Just no. ridiculous. Speak to Badge, you, you oh, two yeah. and your I lawyers. I bought you both a blockbuster video <laughs> oh, subscription yeah. for the yeah. next 12 months. Uh, our lawyers will go through all of that. Uh, this has been Off the Bench. Badge and Sats, have a great weekend. Uh, and, of course, the next time we speak, uh, it'll be in that little window between Christmas and New Year. So have a great Christmas to both of you and all of our listeners as well. We'll yes. uh, see you next week. Merry Christmas, everyone.